Isaiah 53, and I'm reading from the New King James Version, Isaiah 53. I'm going to read from verse 1 onwards. Who has believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. He has no form or comeliness. When we see him, there's no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we did not esteem him. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of his all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before its shearers is silent. So he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment. And who will declare his generation? For he was cut off from the land of the living. For the transgressions of my people, he was stricken. Verse 9. And they made his grave with the wicked, but with the rich at his death, because he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He has put him to grief. When you make his soul an offering for sin, you shall see his seed. He shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days. And the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the labor of his soul and be satisfied. By his knowledge, my righteous servant shall justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he poured out his soul unto death, and he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bore the sin of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. Praise be to God. This is a very, very uh, powerful chapter, a very important chapter. It talks about the Lord Jesus Christ, the prophecy of the suffering of Jesus Christ. When you look at this chapter itself, we can divide uh, this section into three groups. Three groups. The first group is God. The second group is, when I say God, it's God the Father. The second group is God the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And then the third group is human beings, mankind, that involves or includes you and I and all those who are before us and will be after us. 
you look at these three groups here, God, the Son, God, the Father, and we, the people. God's work in the redemption of mankind. To what God did, to what extent did God go to in order to save us? We see the heart of God. We see the heart of Jesus. We see the plight of humanity without Christ, without his redemption. We see the plan of God, which involves his heart being broken so that we, who had no understanding of his sacrifice, can receive his inheritance now and forever. I pray that the Spirit of God will help you to understand the, the depths of this message because it's important. Because it involves you. Because it involves you and Jesus Christ. Because it involves you and God the Father. Because it involves you and God the Holy Spirit. It's important for you to understand this. God the Father with God the Son put themselves through great agony in order for us, we as human beings, to be saved. God the Father took his only son, the Lord Jesus Christ, and he bruised him. God didn't bruise him directly. He gave himself over for that bruising so that you can receive your healing today. I can receive my healing today. So we can receive our healing today. Mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, family-wise, relationship-wise, in every way, the healing of the Lord Jesus Christ is given to us because God's heart was broken. God the Father and God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, our triune God's heart was broken so that we can be made whole. It's a great sacrifice. You know, the worst part is we had no understanding of it. We had no understanding of what God did for us. The great sacrifice is great love. And what did we do? We actually did such injustice to God in spite of his love. Still, the Bible says, while we were dead in sin, or while we were yet in sin, Christ died for us. In spite of your choice, in spite of what you chose, which was you chose everything against God, in spite of all the things that you did, you did everything against God, in spite of what Jesus did, and after that, all that you did, in spite of all of that, in spite of all of that, God came to you. Even when you rejected him, he came to you to give you this greatest treasure, which is the broken body of Jesus Christ, so that you can be made whole. I pray that you understand the depths of it. You never take another healing for granted. You never take another healing for granted. You know, many people get the healing from God and then take their bodies and give it to the devil. Oh, what a tragedy. 
they come and they get delivered. You know, there are people who have gotten delivered from alcohol addiction, from cigarette addiction, from drug addiction, from bipolar, from depression, from anxiety, from cancer, from all kinds of things that is healed here, right here in our ministry. We've seen many, shortly after that, go back. Where? To the abuser who actually gave them the diseases to begin with. With Jesus, his body was broken so that you can be made whole. For what? Go back to the abuser again. What a tragedy. What a tragedy. God wants you to understand the depths to which he went so that you can be released from the hands of a slave owner. Do you understand to what extent Jesus Christ went for you? Do you understand to what extent God the Father had to give his son over for that bruising so that you can be made whole? How easy it is to say, oh, it's hard to live a Christian life. Really? Read Isaiah 53 and see what Jesus went through to make you a Christian to begin with when you are not worthy for it, even for a second. And it's so easy to say it's so hard to be a Christian. Really? Really? May God have mercy upon us for our foolishness. May God have mercy upon us for our presumptuousness. It's important for us to stay faithful to God. Stay faithful to God. How did he grow up? He grew up for him as a tender plant, as a root out of a dry ground. Even though Jesus was the Son of God, he had all the beauty and all the majesty and everything he had. This God's face, his body was broken, covered with blood. No one can really look at him at that point. All his beauty, all his majesty was gone. He laid all those aside and he took the form of a human being. Not only that, Jesus, you know, when he was a baby, he would have been the most beautiful baby in the entire world, even though all babies are beautiful. Babies are beautiful. That's something that God has given to each baby. But he would have been the most beautiful baby, sinless baby, perfect baby, the most handsome child, young man, everything he would have had, son of God, perfect. This God's body was broken so that we can be made whole. What agony God the Father went through seeing Jesus Christ go through that. Every time he was beaten and people spat upon him, plucked his beard, put inside his head all the way deep thorns going right into his skull. The pain with which he wore, nails going through his hands, nails going through his feet, Look at the agony and the stripes that he bore on his body when the flesh was ripped out of his body every single time. Jesus was a human being. He felt all the pain. And how much pain he suffered every time they would have hit him, they would have screamed in pain. Yet he bore it for you so that you can get healed. Don't take another healing for granted. No, don't take another deliverance for granted. Don't give yourself over to the devil again and again and again. Don't take anything that God has given to you for granted. It costs Jesus every drop of blood. 
He screamed in agony for you. He screamed in pain for you. His face was disfigured. His body was disfigured. So your body can be made whole. And after God doing all those things, you take the body and you trash it. Oh, what a tragedy. What a tragedy. When we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. Not because he was not handsome, but on the cross. After he was bruised for our iniquities, you cannot see him. How can you just look at a face that's covered with blood? A body that's covered with blood. You can't. At that point, he was disfigured for you. Every time you are able to stand up and put your clothes on and comb your hair and go outside, say thank you to Jesus. It's because of him. Because of him. He was disfigured and he was brutally beaten. His flesh was ripped so that you can have your body intact. His head was broken. Pain all over. Not just some headache. He had nails going through. Huge thorns like nails went through all of his entire head, skull. So that you can be sane. Not only that, you can have the mind of Christ. You can have the wisdom of God. That's what God did for you. Don't you open him up and say, Christian life is hard. Don't say that. After he did so much for you, and he's giving you the power, his power for you to live a victorious life. Don't you open him up and say, Christian life is hard. Read Isaiah 53 and see. You should have been in that place. You should have been punished. You should be full of diseases. You should be full of curse. You should be in hell, burning forever and ever. And he took all of it upon himself so that you can go free. And you say, life is hard? Really? That means you really don't know what the word hard means. Read Isaiah 53. Read every word of it. Not casually. But with great reverence and with great prayer. He was a man of sorrow and acquainted with grief. He's despised and rejected by men. Don't cry. Oh, I came to Jesus and I have no friends. Then I don't think. Oh, don't you even open your mouth and say that. In order for you to become a royal member of heaven's kingdom. He was despised and rejected. Who? The God of glory was despised and rejected in order for you to make you a prince or a princess in his kingdom. He was despised and he was someone who was full of sorrow and acquainted with grief. Why? So you can have the joy of the Lord. So you can have all your blessings and still you complain. May God have mercy. May God have mercy. See what Jesus went through for you. For you. See what he bore on his body for you. You know what we do? We hide our faces from him. Oh, God is not doing this. Oh, this is hard and that's hard. And after all that Jesus went through. To give you the privilege that you would have never had. That you could have never had. Except for him. Don't say. Oh, this is hard. I can't be with this person. I can't be with that person. I can't do this. Oh, whatever you did and whoever you were, though you used to be with, they all take you down. Always remember. 
agents of Satan are not your allies. The agents of Satan, they are your number one enemy. They look to pull you down all the time. Every moment they can get, they'll be used by Satan to drag you down to the depths of hell where you cannot get out of after that. That's why the Bible says, if you reject such a great salvation, why it came at a great cost from the greatest person who ever lived on the planet. God is speaking to our hearts today. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. Oh, and by his stripes were healed. How many times we say it so casually? Oh, Lord, I'm healed by his stripes. I'm healed by his stripes. What are those stripes? What are those stripes? I pray that God will help you to meditate upon the stripes of Jesus Christ alone. Just meditate. Just the stripes of Jesus. Not even his nails. Now, Prince, not even the nails that he took on his feet in his hand. Just meditate on the stripes of Jesus. Just meditate. A little bit of pain and a little bit of dizziness and a little bit of whatever it is that just caused you to cry out to God and say, Oh, God, it's too much I can't bear. What did he bear for you? What did he bear for you? And you call this hard. When he was broken beyond recognition for you. Don't take it for granted. Don't take it lightly. Meditate on the stripes of Jesus so that you won't say it casually. Oh, by his stripes I'm healed. By his stripes I'm healed. Right? A lot of times we try to say it in order to make use of it so that we can be blessed. But do you see what it took for Jesus to get those stripes and for us to take those stripes so we can be healed? Do you know the value of it. Do you know what he went through? Do you know what he went through? you know what he went through? If you really understand what Jesus bore on his body for you, then your whole life will change. The way you live will change. The way you think will change. You won't say those scriptures in a casual way. God is speaking to hearts today. He was oppressed, verse 7, and was afflicted. He was oppressed, so you don't have to be. He was afflicted, so that you can have the victory. He went through all of this. He gave himself over to this, so that you can be set free. He was cut off from the land of the living for the transgression of my people. He was stricken. Jesus, 33 and a half years, his life was taken from this earth in a very cruel way so that you can gain eternal life and live your life to the fullest on earth for his glory. His life was cut off. Think about it. We shouldn't even be alive. We shouldn't even be here today. It's all because his life was cut off. So that you can gain eternal life and life on earth. How appreciative of his love, his sacrifice must we be 
how faithful to his love should we be. God says, unless you understand what he did for you, we'll become like spoiled kids who feel entitled for everything. Lord, I know because of what you did, all the blessings of God are mine and so on. Do you know how hard it was and how it was accomplished? Do you know the price he paid? Do you know the depths of the price he paid for you so that you can have what you're having today? Which he didn't have. Which he freely gave up. His body was broken. He had to scream in agony so that you can receive your healing. So you can live a healthy life. So that you can live a God-glorifying life. Verse 2, just keep this mind away from the slave owner. It's a hard thing. Oh, it's so hard. Oh, it's so easy to give yourself over to the abuser. So hard to be faithful to the lover of our soul if he is. Something is wrong with the picture. Something is really wrong with that picture. If it's so easy for people to go after the killer, to surrender to the killer, so easy. He comes and he says something and you know that he's after your soul and he wants to kill you. You still go after him. Something is wrong with you at that point. You need to straighten yourself out. And if you say that, oh, I'm following God is so hard, that means you're saying following Satan is very easy. Is Satan your delight? Because that's when you will follow hard after him. If you delight in the Lord, then he will be your delight and that's all you want and you will run after him because he is the love of your life. But if he's not, if you are going out to the abuser, you know, there are some people who are off, they always go after abusive relationships and go after abusive people because that's an abusive spirit that they've given themselves over to. People outside, they'll think, what's wrong with this person? That's exactly how it is spiritually. When you go after Satan and the things of the world and think like you're smart and the rest of the people are dumb, something is wrong with you. You don't even know that something is wrong with you. God is speaking to us today. When your eyes have opened, when you can see clearly when you know the price that he paid, when you know to what extent he loved you and gave himself for you, you cannot but run after him. You cannot but run after him. God is speaking to our hearts today. When you know the price that Jesus paid, when you know what agony it caused for him to take you out of the hands of Satan, and when you know what Satan did to you and how you cried out when he oppressed you, but Jesus went through all the oppression to set you free from that oppression, a wise person will say, I'm never going to put myself under the bondage of the enemy. Never. I hate that Satan. I hate his people. I hate his forces. I hate his music. I hate his environment. I hate his culture. I hate his products. I hate him. Period. Jesus Christ 
who redeemed me, I'm forever grateful. And I'll always be loyal to him. It's easy to follow Jesus because he gives us everything we need to be everything that he wants us to be. He gives us his power. His seed is in us. He gives us his holiness. He gives us his desires. He strengthens us. He gives us his strength to grow inside of him. And he in us, and we in him. He causes us to accomplish valiant, mighty wonders through him working in us. As we bear much fruit for him. Everything is done through him, by him, in him, for him. When we co-labor together with Jesus Christ, we become useful. As we close our eyes and look to the Lord tonight, pray this prayer in the presence of God and say, Lord, help me to truly understand to what depths you went. Because of the great love you had for me. Yeah, what kind of suffering did you suffer? So that you can give me this joy, this peace, this life, this new life. Help me never to lose sight of that. Help me to never take another healing for granted. Help me to use this body for you, Lord. This body is whole because your body was broken. Help me to remember that and keep this body holy. Help me, Lord, to keep my mind holy. Because you were broken. I'm not going to give room for the wicked Satan. I hate him. I hate uncleanness. I hate everything from him. He's the guy who comes to oppress, to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I have nothing to do with him. And tell the Lord, help me always to have my eyes open. Never to get deceived. Never to give in to the deceiver. Never to be like Eve. To stand and have conversations with Satan. And lose everything. Help me, Lord, to be someone who's wise. Who'll meditate on the cross. Meditate on the suffering of Jesus. Meditate on what he took for you. To what extent he loved you and still loves you. To what extent he came to you and he still comes to you. To what extent he wants to bless you. And all that he did so that you can become just like him. He left everything and came to you to make you his own and to make you a partaker of his glory. So that with him you can rule and reign. Once we are done on earth. Right now, we can rule and reign with him over all the powers of darkness. And then when we go to heaven, we can rule and reign with him over all the things God will give into our hands. Because we are faithful to him. Shall we close our eyes and look to the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I pray that the Spirit of God will take this word that you gave. Take it into the hearts of your people on a deeper level, Father. Help them to understand the power of the cross. Help them to understand the sacrifice of Jesus. Cause your people to meditate on the stripes of Jesus all through the rest of this week, Father. Help them to meditate on the stripes of Jesus. 
Help them to meditate on Isaiah 53. Help them to meditate on how your body was broken so that their body can be made whole. Help them to be grateful, Lord, for every blessing that they've received from your hands because it cost you everything. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Bless your people. Raise an army from among our midst, Lord. Raise an army, a strong army, a loyal army, a faithful army from amongst us, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Let your kingdom come in a mighty way, in every single one. As a whole, we may accomplish mighty things for the living God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the beautiful relationship, partnership of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Together, working so that we can be saved. We can rule and reign with you. We can have the power of Jesus Christ to accomplish big things, Father. So I pray, may that oneness be upon this congregation, Father, so that together we may accomplish great things for the living God, bring many from darkness to light. Thank you, Lord. Bless your people this night, and I pray that you will be with them all through this night. Remind them, Holy Spirit, to meditate on the suffering of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. I praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon us and be gracious to us. May the Lord lift up his confidence upon us and bless us with his peace. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father, and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit rest and remain with us all now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen. Amen.